Hi, my name is Corey Duvett, and you're listening to the Raw Street Noise Podcast. We were at Sweet Rock Festival in the second week of June to do interviews with bands for a Swedish podcast called Rockflödet. Yep, that's right, and now we can share these interviews with you here as well. Before we begin, make sure that you follow Raw Street Noise in your podcast player and on social media so you don't miss out on future episodes. And if you understand Swedish, please check out our weekly rock news podcast, Rockflödet. Today's interview is with Nips from Saxon. Hi, Cory Duvett here. And my name is Jonas. And we have a special guest here in the form of... Uh, yeah, I am in the form of a moth. That? <laughs> uh, yeah, rock moth. My name's Nibs. I play bass with Saxon. Can you hear me? Just say yes if you can hear me. <laughs> yes. Good. Yes. Amazing. Okay, Thanks, Jonas. And Rasmus. <laughs> rock flow, right? Yeah, rock yeah. flow. Exactly. Uh, well, two years of like n- really different, very... F- fucking silent time how has the pandemic been treating you what have you been up to during the pandemic well i'm alive yeah and that's a really big deal you know if you think of how people were feeling um in 2020 springtime yeah you know it was a really weird time and um nobody really knew if it was gonna like knock everybody over immediately how it was gonna develop and uh you know, we walk around getting uh, immunized and vaccinated and tested yeah. li- like it's uh, like going to the pub yeah. used to be. Yeah. And uh, But if you go back 18 months, nobody knew if there was going to be any vaccination or any uh, effective testing. And so it was a really scary time. Yeah. And um, yeah, as far as I go... Um, I I was really lucky. We we uh, the band Saxon. We had uh, in 2019. We just decided we've got enough music to make another record. Yeah, and um, we finished our final um, writing session in t- September fifth um, in uh, Brighton in England at the electric studio and went to the pub afterwards with Biff. Paul went for a bath. <laughs> Dougie and Nigel went home. <laughs> Biff and I were in the pub and um, yeah, lots of wine and beer, quite late. And then uh, the next morning, uh, he woke me up with a telephone call and said, uh, you need to get out of bed. Happy birthday. The landlord is calling me and saying, there's somebody still in the bed and they should have left by now. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, well, it was a good night last night. Thanks. And then a couple of days later, I wrote to Biff and said, do you want me to change any of the ideas that we've done? You know, yeah. I can edit them and move them around and send him. Ah, I'm just in the hospital at the moment with checking this, uh, checking yeah. that. And then two days later, he sent a mail to everybody. Looks like I've got a heart problem. Yeah. So, <laughs> stop. Yeah. And then, uh, from then, it takes six months. They gave him an operation a couple of weeks later. Mm. Yeah. Like, end of September. So, we had to wait until March, I think, Mm. uh, 2020. Now, we did a couple of warm-up shows with Biff because we had a scheduled show in, like, the Mitsubishi Halle in uh, Dusseldorf. It's about 5,000 people. Yeah. It was sold out. 
but we just decided let's do a couple of warm-up shows. Yeah. Fairly low-key, but they were both sold out and crazy. Not very low-key at <laughs> no. all. <laughs> of course. Probably the worst thing you could do yeah. is yeah. actually get in a small club with 1,500 yeah. people and pretend that it's going to be relaxing. Yeah. Both of them crazy, but it was great. That was a real test. And Biff did really well, and we played really well, and then we did the Phillips Haller show. But everybody knew there was already stress yeah. coming from uh, this uh, virus. And we did the show... 5,000 people, the only uh, restrictions were that you had to wash your hands as you came in yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. Like, wash your hands, then go get hammered and wasted and <laughs> stage died. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> kill the virus. Yeah. yeah. Let's breathe over everybody yeah. because we've got clean hands, mm. you know? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, a couple of days later, it was out, you know, locked down. And so... That was a pain in the ass. But what we did was concentrate on uh, making sure that the songs we'd written, we could try figure out when we could record them. We could only do it separately. I did all my bass at home. Ah, all right. And um, the guys could um, visit Andy Sneep in a studio, but mm. like I said, testing wasn't freely available. And mm. so sometimes they would, he would say, you know, stay where you are and... It's mad. They were using my, my templates from my demos. I sent them to a studio. Yeah. They would use my guitars and bass that I played for the demos. And Nigel would drum to those uh. demos. And then those drums would be sent to Andy. Yeah. And then the guys would every now and then visit Andy and do some guitars on the yeah. drums. And then they would send those files back to me in Germany. Yeah. And then I did my bass over those files <laughs> and then send them to Biff. And he did his vocals yeah. at home. It was pretty interesting. And Andy was saying to me, um, is this working okay? Do you yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Andy was saying to me when he was doing like rough mixes and sending them out and saying, what do you think? Uh, I was saying sounds great. He said, actually, I'm really surprised how good it yeah. sounds considering how... It was How put together. Device. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, I think we all know what we should and shouldn't be doing. Um, we know that Andy's very uh, disciplined with his, you know, you shouldn't really be doing this, guys. And he will tell you. you yeah. Know? So we've learned that from him over the last few years. So when we're writing stuff, or definitely me, when I'm writing stuff, it's kind of, yeah, definitely keep it like discipline yeah and, but it's got to be classic and you can you can go a bit crazy you can go off road and mm. all that kind of thing and you know bring it back in although that sounded great yeah when you went off road let's have a little bit more of that but come back to the main classic <laughs> stuff you know and that's what we've been doing last two or three records and keep it classic you know but don't be afraid to be a little bit adventurous yeah. i mean we've we, we've been okay with that for the last 10 years people have seemed to have accepted that we're you know, we're we're a bit mental sometimes, you know, but we, we keep it classic. And uh, so we make, we got the record ready, but it was no point in releasing it yeah. because you couldn't promote it, you couldn't support it. So did some cover songs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Inspirations album, yeah. yeah. That was really funny. Yeah. Great fun. And... Uh, How did it, did it come about with, with songs? Too? Uh, the choosing of the songs. Biff said to everybody, just... Give me a list of four or five of your inspiration inspirations. You know yeah. which tracks did really set you going. And he said, "Don't be so obvious. No. Come a little bit from 
unusual of, ang- yeah. angles. Yeah. So when I was saying stuff like Save a Prayer by Duran Duran mm-hmm. and Dirty Old Town by the Pogues and I think he just thought, nah, he's, he's, he's out of his head or something <laughs> like that. But it, I, I thought he really wanted some like yeah. uh, off-the-wall stuff, yeah. but we, we didn't use that kind of thing. In right. fact, it was pretty much off-the-peg classic rock stuff that, yeah. we did, that we did with Inspirations. But I, it was good fun. It yeah. was definitely good fun and uh, um, really quick as well. Yeah. I mean, we just went in this like really nice... Uh, stately home like uh, mansion somewhere and uh, I can't remember but it was south of York up in uh, Yorkshire England and uh, we were playing in the library Nigel was in the the staircase yeah uh, yeah. and uh, I think five days we got everything done and then and then Biff would Re uh, sing some of the yeah. ideas and maybe do some extra solo and stuff, but it was a really quick thing. And uh, obviously, the songs have already been written for you, so yeah, yeah. So, so you can just like just have a la- lazy fun. But yeah. at that time, it was priceless because uh, the world was in chaos, yeah, you know, exactly. Like, so, but uh, if you just take it from there, and now you have uh, released. The album, yep, yeah, and uh, the Carpe Diem, yeah, the Carpe Diem. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. the new album, of course, yeah, yeah. not the inspiration. Um, how? And now you can go on the road again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how will the summer look like for sex? Summer is festivals every weekend yeah. till like mid-August. Yeah, oh, right. And then, and then we've all got a bit of a break. I think we just want to like take a deep breath, go and have some family time till mm. mid-September. Yeah. Then do some rehearsals for, for the Carpe Diem tour, which is going to start like on the first of October. Oh, all right. I think yeah. we're going to be in Germany, uh, and I think we come down up up to you guys like mm-hmm. towards the mid of October. Oh, yeah. And uh, I'm, I haven't got too many details on that, but I think Malmo. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where else. I think. But uh, maybe, maybe Gothenburg as well. Yeah, yeah. It, it's the shortest way. Yeah, yeah. yeah that usual route. And yeah. So, but then uh, that's like a three-week tour. Yeah. And then we have a like a ten-day break, and then we come back out again at the beginning of uh, November, and for another three weeks around Great Britain. Oh, all right. And uh, that's usually fantastic, but this time it's just going to be um, even more special and i think we're going to be having um um diamond head as support oh, on all of, nice. those, all of those shows yeah that's cool yeah we found we found that uh our crowd are like crazy for uh diamond head so it's going to be a really good package and uh every, both bands get to feel really you you know united and that it works as a package and so it, it just makes a tour a real pleasure yeah but like I said, it's going to be a double pleasure because people have just been waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. But we got a strong album. Yeah. Most most reviews that I've read, um, I've been positive, yeah. and um, you know, couple that with a crowd that just wants to go out and have a party, mm. then it, it should be should be a good time. Mm. It seems nice. Uh, well, we have since we're doing a lot of interviews here. We have one standard question just. To get people going like an icebreaker, but in the end of the interview, uh, 
I know this is a hard question, but do you have like a favorite festival memory that sticks out? Favorite festival that sticks out? I think I like any I like any uh, festival that's got. It's difficult to say one is better than another, but yeah. it's a lot to do with an an atmosphere. And um, I like places like uh, Amphi yeah. t- Theater, Amphi Theater. Yeah, just because you get this. That those pl- places are like usually been around for a very long time, yeah. and uh, there's a place in uh, Germany, Gelsenkirchen, uh, and it's just called Rock Hard Festival. Yeah. Isn't it? It's not particularly big or anything. I think it's probably maybe seven, eight thousand people in this amphitheater, but it's open at the front. People, yeah. can, people can really rock out. And the sound is just amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, in the end, it's about the sound and the atmosphere, and it, it's it's just an amazing atmosphere mm. there. Uh, anywhere that's got that uh, design that that really encourages the sound to develop and to become like a little bit, it it, it becomes a little bit uh, surreal. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it just becomes like my God, and uh, you know, you get high. Just from this like uh, feeling, and so yeah, I would say anywhere that's an, an amphitheater. There's also another one in Germany called Lorelei, or or places like a, a bullring, yeah, or something like that. You know, yeah, we did shows with Priest and um, Motorhead together about yeah, that's about, nice. about about seven eight years ago. Yeah, amazing. Mm. I mean, drinking, drinking with Lemmy was amazing as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> great memories. Great I mean, memories. Not jealous at all. <laughs> yeah. And with that kind of memory, we have to wrap it up. Yes. Yeah, good night, Rock Flow. Yeah. Come to the show. <laughs> yeah, we will. Of course. We're very excited, very excited. First time seeing Saxon, so. Cheers, Rasmus. Cheers, Thank Jonas. You. Thank you.